Welcome to Catalytic Leadership, the podcast designed to help leaders intentionally grow and thrive. Here is your host, author and leadership and executive coach, Dr. William Attaway. Hey, it's William, and welcome to episode seven of our first season of the Catalytic Leadership Podcast. Each week, we're tackling a topic related to the field of leadership. My goal is to ensure that you have actionable steps you can take from each episode to grow in your own leadership. As I've heard Craig Rochelle say many times, when a leader gets better, everybody benefits. Your team, your department, your customers, your clients, your spouse, your kids, everybody. I'm excited as we continue this new journey together, so let's jump right in. I love to experience what Groeschel calls the gift of disorientation. That's when you encounter a new idea or a new perspective that makes you think, I've never thought of it that way before. That's the zone where growth happens. If you are not experiencing that regularly, that means you're not in a high growth environment. It's time to change that. The senior pastor I worked for in Texas used to joke that he could tell immediately when I experienced a new idea or a new perspective. He said I would get a thousand-yard stare-into-the-distance expression on my face, and I'd lift my hand to my beard as I thought about what I'd just heard. You know, I think I still do that. Growth doesn't just happen. It didn't just happen for me, and it won't for you either. So how will you determine and choose to grow intentionally as a leader? Mark Miller said, we will not drift to greatness. If we go there, it will be because of discipline and thoughtful actions executed consistently over time. Marcus Buckingham wrote, as you grow, you become more of who you already are. You grow the most in your areas of greatest strength not weakness. So let me ask you, leaders, when is the last time you received the gift of disorientation? When's the last time you were significantly challenged by a new idea or knocked out of your comfort zone by something unexpected? What's your intentional plan for growth? And what are your next steps toward implementing it? Like the old saying goes, failing to plan is planning to fail. Speaking of failing, if you've led for any length of time, you've experienced failure. You cannot and will not experience growth without also experiencing failure. The only way not to fail is to do nothing. And that's failing in a different way. It's how we deal with failure that matters. John Maxwell has said failure should be our teacher not our undertaker. I believe that fear of failure is the number one saboteur of your vision and dreams of what could be. Leaders see what could be. They inspire others to imagine what it would be like to get there, to see that, to experience it, to achieve it. But the number one enemy of achieving any goal is being afraid of it failing. A friend of mine texted me something he heard a few weeks ago. Many people reduce their life to accommodate their fears. And so it happens. Potential is quashed. Opportunity is lost. What could be never is. Fear begins to drive the decision-making process. 
And the fear of failure causes us to hedge, lower our sights, dream smaller, more realistically. Seth Godin said, if failure is not an option, then neither is success. I remember early on in my leadership journey when I wanted our team to set a specific goal for the following year. We brainstormed, discussed, prayed, strategized. So many words were spoken in meetings and conversations about that process. And in the end, we set a goal. It was specific. It was challenging. I thought it was attainable, measurable, realistic. And then we didn't even get close to achieving it. Failure happens to everyone. Life is not a straight line up and to the right. But what if, as Maxwell said, we saw failure as our teacher, not as our undertaker? The question we have to ask is, will we allow fear to drive the bus? We get to make that choice. When I'm coaching leaders, I'll often tell them that emotions are a necessary part of your wiring. They need to be in the car of your life, but you should never let them drive. When you let emotions drive, you will end up in the ditch. And that's especially true with fear. You allow fear to drive the bus, you're headed for the ditch. Thomas Edison, when he was asked about the thousands of failed attempts as he tried to figure out how to make a light bulb, famously said, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. That, my friends, is seeing failure as a teacher, not as an undertaker. Leaders, you are going to experience failure. I have and I will. So will you. Maybe this week or this month or this quarter. It is normal. But it doesn't have to defeat you and it doesn't have to define you. True failure is when you quit trying. Don't make excuses. Get back up on the horse and try again. The former president and CEO of General Electric, Jeff Immelt, said, excuses turn everybody off. Learn from mistakes and get better. I hate to see a leader pointing fingers and trying to deflect blame as though they are completely blameless in every way. Understand a core leadership principle? You need to own what's yours to own. That doesn't mean you own what's not yours but own what's yours. I think about a question from Jim Collins when I think about failure. Jim asked, how can you reframe failure as growth in pursuit of what he calls a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal? In other words, think differently about it. You're not failing. You're growing. Perspective matters, and catalytic leaders have a different way of looking at failure. I love Ed Catmull's perspective on this. Ed is the co-founder of Pixar Animation Studios and president of Pixar Animation and Disney Animation. He said, you know, we had to rethink failures and mistakes. Failure is a necessary consequence of trying something new. New ideas are fragile. They must be protected, even though at first they might be off track. We wanted to make it safe for you to fail. If we do, We progress faster. Let failure be your teacher. Change your perspective. Learn from it. But keep growing and keep going. Don't let failure demotivate you. 
press on. Asia Brown, the former mayor of Compton, said it this way, It's not that brave leaders never fail. It's that they never quit. The goal of intentional growth is worth it. So let me ask you, how do you process failure? I'll tell you, for myself, it's part of my weekly review. It's part of my evaluation process that we covered in a previous episode. I ask what went right this week, what went wrong, and how would I do it differently next time? How would I make it better? Those three questions are the core of my evaluation process, and that incorporates what I learned from failure. I process my learning. I process my failure so I don't repeat, hopefully, the same mistakes again. I think that's a helpful model for you. If you don't have a consistent, regular way you are processing what happens in your week, the wins, celebrate those wins, the failures, learn from them, and determine what you would do differently next time. If you don't have that as part of your weekly rhythm, I cannot stress enough how important that is. This is how you learn from the past so you can improve in the future and in the present. Capture this as part of your weekly review. Don't ignore it. Don't minimize it. Own what's yours to own. Don't own what isn't. Learn from what you can and move forward. I'm a big University of Alabama football fan. I love to watch Nick Saban's team take the field, and he has been an incredible leader since he took over leadership of the team as the head coach. I love one rule that he has for the team. They win a lot, and that's a great thing. But he has a rule when it comes to celebrating their successes or moaning about their failures and mourning. He says there is a 24-hour rule in place. You have 24 hours after a big win to celebrate that win. And then you get back to work. And if it's a big loss, you have 24 hours to mourn that. And then get back to work. You set a rule, you set a limit on either the celebration or the success because either can be detrimental. If you take that success and you celebrate that longer than the 24 hours, what he has learned is that people can become complacent. Well, I won last time. That means I'll win every time. And that causes us to begin to drift toward mediocrity. Maybe not working so hard the next time. We drift toward laziness. Conversely, if we get all wrapped up in the loss, it can cause us to lose motivation, to move forward, to work harder for the next time. He sets that 24-hour rule and they follow it. And I believe that's one of the reasons they win again and again and again. You, as a leader, set up your own rule, your own system, but never, ever stop learning. Thanks for joining me for this episode today. As we wrap up, I have a request for you. I'd love for you to do two things. First, subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. If you find value here, I'd love it if you would rate it and review it. That really does make a difference in helping other people to find this podcast. Second, if you don't have a copy of my newest book, Catalytic Leadership, I'd love to put a copy in your hands. If you'll go to catalyticleadershipbook.com, you can get a copy for free. Just pay the shipping costs so I can get it to you, and we'll get one right out. My goal is to put this book into the hands of as many leaders as possible. It captures principles that I've learned in 20-plus years of coaching leaders in the entrepreneurial space, in business, government, 
nonprofits, education, and the local church. You can always stay connected with me on LinkedIn to keep up with what I'm learning and thinking about. And if you're ready to take your next step with a coach to help you intentionally grow and thrive as a leader, I'd be honored to help you. Just go to catalyticleadership.net to book a call with me. And stay tuned for our next episode next week. Until then, as always, leaders, choose to be catalytic. Thanks for listening to Catalytic Leadership with Dr. William Attaway. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss the next episode. Want more? Go to catalyticleadership.net. Thank you.